The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. I'm feeling the good vibes, good vibes. Hey, hey, Marvelous Melissa. Hello, Super Cheryl. <laughs> Guess who we have with us? Oh, goodness gracious. Who do we have with us? <laughs> we have our boss. Okay, we have so boss. this is... <laughs> you better behave. You better be good. Okay, this, here we go. I know. You better be good. <laughs> I'm always good. <laughs> so we're here at the KFOX Studios. Thank you for joining us for yes. Good Vibes Only, R19 Sped Lounge. And we have brought in our Director of Special Education at the Region 19. He's going to ex- describe a little bit about the Education Service Center, a little bit about himself, and then how he wrangles us or works with us, right? <laughs> Something like that. So Juan, thanks for being with us. Yes. Well, thank, thank you very much for the invite. Uh, <laughs> this, this is great, an opportunity for us to be able to share information, not just with our community, but you know, with the educational staff yes. and students who are going through this process. And, uh, you know, an opportunity for us to be able to collaborate with some of the other programs that we have at the Education Service Center. So the Education Service Center is a, uh, uh, an agency, part of a state agency, and we are connected to the Texas Education Agency. And so throughout the state of Texas, there are 20 service centers, us being service center number 19. Uh, so we have an array of, of service centers, one through 20. And uh, we provide services to the El Paso and Hudspeth communities. And what I mean by communities is educational communities. All of our school districts, uh, to include our charter schools, we do provide services to them. Now, we do not monitor what's happening in the schools, but we are connected to the Texas Education Agency and provide anywhere from training, technical assistance, supports uh, to all of our schools. And in our area specifically, it's in the area of special education. And so that's what, you know, what we do as part of the work that we do uh, along with the, uh, uh, with the agency. Um, this is my 27th year uh, being in the field of education in the area of special education. And so my current role right now is the director of the department for Region 19. And so I have the opportunity to work with some awesome people, two of them which are right here with us today. <laughs> and uh, it's an awesome team. It's an awesome team yeah. because every day there is a, um, a development of something new, whether mm-hmm. it's the state giving us or providing us additional information, new information, so that we can then turn it around and then provide it to not just our schools, but our parents, uh, mm-hmm. our teachers, whether it be a new teacher or a teacher who has a vast experience uh, in their work, we are there to provide that kind of support. And um, to me, it's been a wonderful experience. Um, I was born and raised here in El Paso, and so I'm vested in the making sure that we are doing the best that we can, uh, knowing that every day, as, as, as the world unfolds upon us or in front of us, we find opportunities to make those different connections. And so every day is meaningful, um, every day is something that we have an opportunity to connect with people, connect with parents, and connect with students. And so um, that's where I'm at right now uh, in my in my uh, in my career and uh, working at the service center. Awesome. Great place to be. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, and, and one thing I love so far in my experience as a project manager for Region 19 is is that our regions in Texas are not in silos. 
we all work right. together, you know, and I, I love that, the collaboration. We could be doing something with, you know, the Lower Valley, with the Rio Grande Valley area, or we could be doing something mm -hmm. with Dallas. It's just, you know, what what is the need? How could we work together throughout Texas to help our communities? And I think that's, that's so awesome. You know, when you think about it, um, the state of Texas is so large, it takes, it's the same distance driving from El Paso to the Beaumont area, which mm -hmm. is close to Houston, as it would be for us to drive from El Paso to California. And right. so the state of Texas definitely uh, utilizes the service centers to be able to provide that information because every single district in the state of Texas is connected to the information by mm -hmm. of which the service center is providing that information to them. Mm -hmm. Every student within the state of Texas that is part of the uh, special education program, um, that, that is what we do. We provide those connections to the districts so that they in turn can provide those connections to their families and providing um, all the acronyms that we have in special education yes, from yes. IEPs to FABE to LRE, et cetera, Oh, et cetera. be careful. I'm going to make you define know, every single one of them. I was, I was, it up that <laughs> way. was asked to define um, E to the C to the I. But definitely one of those things that, that we do is we take pride in the work that we do, knowing that every day is a new, mm -hmm. a new thing, a new beginning, a new initiative, and making sure that we all stay accountable for our students, you know, especially the population of students who receive special education. In thinking about, like you were saying, how large Texas is, one of the things too that's unique to Texas is that we have so many tiny towns, right? So many little districts, right? And so we'll call them small or rural districts, and that's something you're very involved in. And it's also important because you don't want to lose that. You know, you get into maybe a main area like the city of El Paso or the right. city of Dallas, but oh my gosh, in Texas, we're made up more of small towns and areas, and that's unique to what an education service center has actually been created for, the reason we're really here. So let's talk, because I know you're real passionate about that, and we've talked about that before. Very much so. When we're looking at our small and rural communities or districts, um, uh, do they have all the infrastructures that are needed to be able to provide all the services that a child who has complex needs uh, that they would have access to? In some cases they do, in some cases they may not. Right. And so for that, we provide them opportunities for them either to connect with people who can provide some of these services or provide them with some with different supports, whether it be to their educators, to their parents, to their administrators, so that they all can go ahead and put that infrastructure that's needed for every student and be able to provide those services. And you're so right. I believe the the, the figure is at least 78% of our school districts in the state of Texas are considered to be small and or rural. And so when you look at that number, it's, it's a huge number. And in some of these small communities, the resources that they have within the community are somewhat limited that opportunities for students to expand their learning or to generalize their learning and their skills may be limited. And so what can we do to be able to provide those um, opportunities for those students to be able to generalize the skills that they're learning? And so we do provide some partnerships or collaboration with other uh, school districts in the area and sometimes even ourselves as a service center yes. for us to be able to provide those opportunities that are gonna be enriching um, the, the experience that those students may have as they go through their education. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, I mean, shout out to our smaller LEAs because they're they're fun. They're so much fun and they're so appreciative and they just want to learn more and gather in as much as they can. And and so it's it's really awesome. It is. Great. One thing I would love to share is when you go and, and you visit or you work for a small district, the opportunities are endless. Because if you are a person, an educator who is looking to expand your experience in different areas, then a small uh, and or rural district is definitely going to provide you with those opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great place to work. The communities are beautiful. Um, the opportunities for you to just connect with families, uh, it's always there. And the families and the communities are very embracing of yeah. the schools that exist uh, within their areas. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the learning for students, uh, that is something that we definitely want to make sure that we're providing them the same opportunities just like any other student in any area. And so when we look at some of our students that are receiving special education services, then that's the part where I say every day, it's, it's the world is unfolding for us to be able to be creative and to make the connections so that we can then provide those opportunities for them. The time that they spend in school goes by very fast. Yes. And if you think about it uh, just off offhand, our second and third graders now by 20, what is it, 2033, 2034? Those are gonna be our 18, 19 year olds that yeah. are gonna be graduating and taking over the community. And so the short, the time frame that we have is very short to be able to do as much as we can so that we can prepare them for, you know, yes. what's to come. And yes. for them to enjoy a productive life and, mm -hmm. and be able to find jobs and opportunities and education so that they can expand their horizons yeah. um, as many of us have. Yeah. And hopefully stay in their small communities to also influence the progress that's back. needed there or whatever is needed there. And I know when you were saying how working in a smaller rural district, you get all these different experiences and it's wearing all those hats. Like you might have to drive the school bus on Wednesday, you don't know. Yep. And so there's always those needs. And so I love going out there because they do, they appreciate anything we can provide. And those different services we provide that you were talking about are things like training or going into a classroom and actually modeling or coaching what's needed. And you know, so many a variety of things that we like to try to provide when we get out there. For sure. And Definitely. like you said, it's, it's being creative. So it's really our chance to be as creative as we can be and to really think outside the box mm -hmm. to get our students that are in those smaller areas, you know, to respond and to give them different types of opportunities, you know, because as, as we know, in El Paso, we're, you know, big city, there may be some more community partners and such that are available. But however, with our smaller districts, we can still do that. We just got to be creative with it. Right. And it's fun when we all get to get together. OK, well, how about we try this and try this and that? And, you know, and it, it's really neat what can come up with our uh, districts or smaller ones. You know, our conversation here is we're talking about this particular topic. And what I'm noticing is we are being very inclusive in our conversation, right? We're not talking about just the kids who are receiving special education services. Is we're trying to have conversations and trying to connect people in general so that we can yes. provide an environment that's very inclusive yeah. based on the needs that their students uh, have. And so, um, you know, it, it's an opportunity for us to continue having those conversations. Uh, special education idea uh, is comprised of, of six components and those six six components are always part of what we are trying to share with the school districts 
and one of those components is the individual education plan for each student. Uh, as a committee, as a school committee, they bring about uh, and developing an IEP for a student. Uh, part of that is also making sure that the student is provided with a free appropriate public education, which we all know as FAPE. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third component into that is making sure that we have appropriate evaluations. You know, everything right. is driven by data. Everything is driven <laughs> by, you know, what is the data telling us to be able to determine what are the needs of a particular child. Mm -hmm. um, along with that, we have the component of the least restrictive environment, right? known as LRE and so we always want to make sure that we are utilizing the least restrictive environment so that that student can can develop their their abilities with peers that have not been identified but then also addressing the needs that the student may have mm -hmm. and then of course the next component that we have is the participation of teachers and parents mm -hmm. you know the first the first teacher of a child is their parent right right and so with that uh, we have the teachers who these are the two individuals that know the child the best and so through their input we're able to determine what are the needs of the child and how can we make that progress okay. uh, second to the last component is going to be um, the um, I mentioned the five of them right I mean I think I'm at the uh, the procedural safeguards. Yes. The procedural yeah, safeguards. Then. Yes, the procedural safeguards uh, is just pretty much informing our parents about the process that we have that we are working in partnership mm -hmm. so that we can provide all the other components that I just mentioned yeah. and moving forward with that. That is the the bulk of what we have in special education. And so uh, with that, we can already tell every time we meet, every day for each child as they're developing and growing we need to keep a pulse on the things that are happening with them so that we can successfully get them through our schooling and then get them to be successful in life in general. Yeah, Very definitely. nice. And I think, you know, uh, the, the big craft is, for example, when you see athletes and it's like, gosh, what they're doing is so easy. Like figure skating, an Olympic figure skater. Oh, like, yeah, I it looks I can do so that easy, if I try Melissa. It, <laughs> it looks so easy. That's okay. Well, you know how, right. how amazing they are, right? And so... Yeah. For us, it's like, okay, we got to take all of those fun policies and procedures, right? That right. we got to make sure that we are for sure compliant on, but we want to have that connection as mm -hmm. well with parents and with the students and with all stakeholders so that they are not, because the first thing they think is, oh my gosh, it's a lot of information and I don't know, yes, I don't know, you know, and just like is. Stella had mentioned earlier that, you know, it's really getting, working with the parent and getting them to understand and I love that in the sense that we have to keep that as the focal point and we remind our community it's from three to 21 or birth to 21. Right. So it's not like, okay, well, they're in high school, so they got to figure it out. And no, it's all of us together working for the kiddo. So I hope that we're able to put it in a beautiful package for y'all to make it, right? <laughs> so we can be right there by your side, but we are. and and. Um, and that's that's another great yeah and I think coming in from the education service center standpoint with the families is making sure when they feel informed that they also feel that it's individualized for yeah. them and their needs you know it's one thing to prepare for autism but it's another to prepare for Johnny right, right. two totally different things we want to make sure we keep that in mind so as we're wrapping up Tell us something that you've enjoyed the most of working at the service center. Like what comes to mind when you think back at, you know, your time at the service center? What has been like a two marker, like I'm where I'm supposed to be? 
Every day is a challenge, um, but that challenge, we have to turn them into opportunities. And so realizing that I am a change agent for my community, for my family, for my colleagues, for my peers, uh, and for the entire state of Texas. I do believe that as educators, we are shaping the future of Texas and uh, we are doing a great job. Do we have more work to do? Yes, we do. But every single day I feel that we come in making sure that we're moving or striving to get to the place where we need to be at. And every day when I uh, get to come home and I get to see my own kiddos or my nephews or the kids in my neighborhood, uh, that's what it's about. And so every day I need to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can do and knowing that my staff at the service center and individuals at the service center are doing what they can do. And then when we look beyond the service center and we look at all of our educational entities, I feel and have faith that we're all doing the best that we can do. So to me, that is, that is uh, what keeps me going and what keeps me moving forward. And so um, that's where we're at. Uh, I would like to invite uh, anyone that if you have any questions, if there's any needs, or if you uh, need some supports, uh, please call Region 19, your Education Service Center, and uh, we definitely want to make sure that, uh, that, uh, that we provide those supports that are needed for the community, whether you're in education, or you're in social agencies, or anything, any entity that is impacting a child's life. Um, we definitely are a partner in education, um, and we would like to see that partnership uh, be reciprocal to us. Very nice. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Juan. Yeah, thanks for joining us. That wasn't so bad, right? You're good. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You I didn't even look at your notes. Uh, well, Thank you know, you. I told you. Uh, security. Security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little fidget toy. Um, the Special Education Information Center is proud to provide resources and interactive features to help bridge the partnership between schools and families. Live chat with experts as we help you understand your child's disability, your rights, and what options are available to you. Spedtext.org. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.